It is at the breweries. Yes, uh, the boys are here. Well, John is here. John Carruthers from uh, Revolution uh, Brewing. Uh, his, you can follow John on Twitter all the time at UT Chicago. Uh, Jesse from uh, Jesse Valenciana will be here. He is uh, somewhere subterranean with uh, his Uber driver who is giving him nothing but trouble. But John has brought his brother Sam um, to come in. Sam fits in well because he does have the hipster brewer beard. Uh, so why? what's beeping, Cody? The Oh, something with the National Weather Service. Well, you'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> oh, it's a special marine warning for Northerly Island to Calumet Harbor. Uh, Will Met Harbor to Northerly Island. Roger, are you following this? I'm reading and right along with, with you, big okay. guy. <laughs> with Harbor to Will Met Harbor. Starting at 6.05, right, ending at 7.35. So right. we've got a storm front coming through. As we said in the weather forecast, we could get some thunderstorms between now and 8 o'clock. Uh, so this is one front that is starting to come through. We'll keep you up to date on it. So if you're on a boat, get to shore. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I had no idea Jesse had connections at the National Weather Service. Sure, he interrupts the before we get bad. That yeah, that was perfect. Him. Yeah, he's he's on his way. Oh, but yeah. He said he had to wash the cigarette butts out of his hair, and uh, they finally kicked him out of Carol's, and oh, he's on his right? way. He's on his way. So he got to, th- this is the problem when you take, uh, you know, Ubers and Lyfts, and you're trying to go to a lower Wacker or lower Michigan or anything down It's very confusing. Because oh. lower Wacker, there's like 18 levels of it, and maybe you find the place, maybe you don't. If you don't know exactly where you're going, you're in trouble. Yeah, and if you try to give them the directions, be like, oh, I, I've done this many times, yeah. uh, young man, and this, you're going to want to as be like, you're starting off your ride as that guy. Yeah. Like, no, you know, there's nothing you can do but get lost and just yeah. like stew they about just it. Just wander around. If you want a quick update here, we've got a very strong thunderstorm over York Center, moving east about 40 miles an hour. Half inch hail, winds in excess of 40 miles an hour possible with this storm. Uh, locations that'll be impacted: uh, Cicero, Berwyn, Oak Park, Downers Grove, Elmhurst, Lombard. I gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, you just listed what my. You got. Oh, uh, you go. better I go. Get home, bat- gotta gotta down the hatches. Grill. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta tie down the grill. <laughs> I gotta hide in the basement. Dude, Brian, you got like four hours of WrestleMania. You can stay here and watch. Oh, that's true. I don't have to go home. The no dog, one needs to go home. We got wrestling. The dog, the dogs, and the wife can fend for themselves. There, there you go. Hide down right, the dogs. So, so we got a. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, no, it's coming. The, it's the it's coming. coming. Uh, they're being rep- it's being reported right now over York Center, so it's moving east at forty All miles right. an hour. York Center moving east. All right, yeah. friends, just uh, be careful. And again, there's a uh, maritime warning, so get off the water. That's pretty much it. I started to introduce your brother Sam. He's here from Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome, mm-hmm. Sam. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Uh, welcome to uh, now. I'm sure your brother has bragged that he's a he's a big shot here, which he is. He comes in every once a month. They come in. They do this feature. Well received. The people love it. They're cl- always clamoring. People for clamor more. for it. They I do. They I clamor for beer information. They want, they learn. It's it's amazing, and I know my brothers would never give me props either, so I understand, John, what you're going through. But uh, trust me when I say this, Sam, people people enjoy the knowledge that your brother imparts on them. Good good for him. Usually yeah. it's when Someone, Someone's got to enjoy it. It's all these, <laughs> I mean, I can't go to a beer festival without, you know, middle-aged white guys just throwing me hotel keys. Wow. Yeah. Nice. It's something. Well, and this is the season. Beer Fest season is starting. <laughs> it the is. outdoor beer It's going to be quite a season. Wow, that's why you got the jean shorts ready to go. <laughs> they really the cut-off jean, jean shorts. Oh, no. And it, you Daisy know, Duke it. I, I wear jeans everywhere because they can be jean shorts in a matter of seconds. Exactly. Perfect. What do you do, Sam? Are you you're involved in beer in some way? I'm not I'm not involved in beer. I just uh, you know write some advertising copy in Madison. Okay. You know, that some of it's nice. beer adjacent. Some of it's beer adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> He also he also has power of attorney over Jesse, which gives him very good insight in this. Very case. nice. Yeah. I actually I told Jesse's driver just go that way, 
and Go don't toward stop. the maritime when warning. You, when you hit the maritime <laughs> warning, turn around. If it gets windy, ooh, you're in trouble. Or go to York Center. I don't know where York Center is. I don't the center of the state. I'm guessing it's somewhere west because Roger said the storm in the is the middle of east. York. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not not the York over in Britain. No, no, no. Somewhere here. Um, all right, so if you're, if you're not familiar with the segment, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, the boys come in, they talk about different styles of beer, and then uh, obviously answer your questions. If you have any beer-related questions, 312-981-7200, you can call, you can text, and uh, John and Jesse and Sam and myself will try to uh, figure out an answer for you. Anything, any big beer news before we get going from Revolution? Last time yeah, you were here, you I mean, introduced, uh, you introduced the all-day IPA. Uh, everyday Hero. Uh, everyday Hero. Uh, which was really, really good. Yeah, you're not an IPA guy. I was I'm really not. excited to hear you. You know, I don't know how much of this stuff you're taking politely and then no, just no, no. tossing at pigeons. No, I try. I try it all. And like you said, I'm not. I'm not known for being an IPA guy. Mm-hmm. The hops bother me, and the uh, the people feeling that they have to put so many hops in a beer that it's almost thick, like oatmeal. I don't like that. <laughs> and Preach yet, it. this one, the Everyday Hero, one, it's. Only four point five or four point six percent. Four point three. Very basically lo- a, a Miller Light, but right. you know, on that some, IPA game. Yeah, with some with some flavor to it and some body, and so it's you can drink a few of them and and just enjoy them. It, so congrats, that was really good stuff. Thank you. And I know, and this is not you don't know I was going to say this. You didn't ask me to say this. I know it's coming out now in the fifteen packs, so people are very excited. sure is checks in the mail, Brian. People are very excited about that. <laughs> ding, but yeah, ding, ding. Um, freedom of speech just came back. That's our peach sour. This is the beer that if you think you don't like beer. You think you only like wine like this is the thing to do okay lightly tart lightly peachy not too much of either it is like my dad was killing these beers really yesterday. my stout drinking dad kept my- sneaking away from the kept sneaking away from the cooler with these peach beers and i think he was a little embarrassed it's like <laughs> with the peach i'm like dad this is a new day this yes. is a new dawn of you craft be beer a you drink, drink as- a peach beer exactly it's drink not as much peach beer as you want dad my wife loved that one too oh it's a great beer and i have to i'm gonna make cody jealous because i know he loves this beer the other night we were out for dinner and uh, Mighty Nice Gorilla, and one of the beers on tap was Eugene. Oh, Eugene and I on had tap. Some Eugene on tap, Cody, and it was the bomb. Oh man, you find it. You find a place that puts Eugene on tap. You go there and you cherish them. Yeah, and it was happy hour. So it was, it was like win win. Just a uh, an embarrassment of riches that day. <laughs> so okay, so freedom of peach is back. Freedom of speech. Speech. It's a good radio joke because right. it's entirely based on how it's spelled. <laughs> So that's that's back. That's big revolution. That's back. Moves. We got Cryo Hero on, which uses these um, crazy, like low temperature treated hops to pull out all like the fruity, floral, delicious flavors of the hops and leave behind some of the grungy stuff that you can get at higher hop concentrations. Okay, Cryo Hero. It's a very cool, very science forward beer. I brought some for you. Oh, cool. Um, and then we can figure out next month if you were just being polite. <laughs> or if you really like it. But uh, that's out now, only for a really limited time. If you see it, snag it. It's worth a try. And I, I, I am paid to say this, but like this one I actually did take home from work. And you know you know, there's plenty of stuff that comes in here that I'm like, I'm not crazy about this. Yeah, so like I'd, Sam. Yeah, well, sh- he's sitting I'm right there. My yeah, he's best. right there. <laughs> oh, I was just playing Spanish fully in his headphones. I didn't think he could. Uh, he, I don't know. He's, re- he's reacting like he can read I lips. I have it in this one, but I can hear oh. you guys in this one. See? Bad move. You should have talked to Cody. He would have sabotaged the whole deal. Uh, Madison's a nice town. They got, uh, oh, it's a great, very, it's a beautiful very, town. Yeah. Really, it's very, uh, a lot of hippies up there. Yeah, there's they have some. A bar there's in some. The, they have a bar in the university up there. I know. I spent a lot of time in Madison. I, I shouldn't have gone to school in the there. Bible Belt. I had it all wrong. Yeah, you go up there. <laughs> go to Big Ten, Madison. There, you know, People getting high on the Capitol steps. It's mm-hmm. just insane. Oh, yeah. On the Isthmus. It's the Isthmus. The yeah. Isthmus. It's all about the Isthmus. It's all about the Isthmus. I'm down with the Isthmus. Yeah. 
Last I'm, Isthmus, you gave me your heart. <laughs> wow. All right, we don't want everybody to think, while well, this thing falls apart if Jesse's not here. You gotta, you, we're going to have to up your game, John. It's prime content. It is brief. prime content. All right, so what are we going to start with uh, this uh, this time? Because what, uh, what, let's give an overview. What uh, styles are we going to talk about today? All right, we are going to do half of ice, and that's the, the German wheat beer okay. with the big rocky head. Everyone's classic. We're going to do a German OG, and then we're going to do... Uh, one from a local brewer. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, those are with Jesse, wherever in the <laughs> well, heck he is. Well, you something to start with. Uh, well, Cody, also- we need cups. Do we have cups? Or did John bring cups? We Jesse, will have Jesse cups. Jesse bringing the cups. Oh, Jesse has a cups. Go grab some cups, please, Cody. <laughs> but I, then you, you do. You, oh, no, no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Say, stepping I think on your you were going to bring the cups. I think you're passing this on to Jesse. I mean... Because he's not here. He can't speak that's for himself. That's why we're plugging Rev. That's why we're talking mess about him. But... Uh, after after so the after the half of ice, and we've got cream ale, which is a beer that is not what it sounds like. It's not sweet. It's uh, like an ale that right. is kind of brewed to be like a lager. My first cream ales were Genesee cream ale. So Jenny cream yes, is Jenny a great cream. one. Uh, we've got a local one from Empirical up in Ravenswood, Ooh, nice. and then I believe we have one of the OGs from Cincinnati, uh, okay. with Jesse. And then I have both of these. This is the fun one. All right, I mean, they're all it. fun, but this one's like really cool. <laughs> you know how I get about Belgian stuff? Yes, you love uh, the doubles so and the. We have got. A Ode Goose Lambic Ale, uh, Cuvée Rene from Lindemans in Belgium. And then we have local uh, from Dovetail, their Lambic Style Ale. Ah, Jesse's here. Well, look what the cat dragged in. Oh, he's got cups. Did you hear about the, mar- <laughs> did you hear about the maritime warning? It's a big maritime warning. I hope you're all right. Is everything okay? We'll put you on that mic there. Let's open some Hefeweizen, man. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, so we have Lambic and then a Lambic Style Ale from Dovetail up uh, up on Malt Row. Okay, but right. so we're going to start with a cre- uh, with a Hefeweizen. Now, people will say, "Oh, I've had Blue Moon. Blue Moon is like the mass-produced, widely accepted Hefeweizen." It's not a Hefeweizen, so that's a oh. wit beer. Remember, we did Belgian yes, wits. We did Blue Moon is a version of a Belgian wit. Ah, all so right. those are going to have those like kind of coriander flavors. Yes. They're going to be a little grainier. Uh, this German Hefeweizen has like the banana kind of clove, uh, thick, sunny. Like it's just a really nice. And are these ones that you have to put fruit in? You do not have to, nor, I feel in my I, opinion, any, sure do you put right, it in anything. I, anytime I have to put uh, fruit in my beer, uh, I'm, I'm down with it. Welcome, Jesse. How are you? How's, uh, <laughs> how's Goose? Uh, were you, you weren't out at the, uh, at the ballpark in the new Goose Island, were you? I was there on Friday, Yes, which was really awesome. I was there actually really early in the morning doing a TV interview. I saw, uh, I didn't see you. I saw your, uh, another one of the big, uh, the big PR guy from Goose. Not that you're not the big PR guy. Our president. Yes, with, uh, he was there with um, uh, Brooks Boyer. Yeah, pulling yeah. the ribbon. Yeah, Him yeah. and I are pretty much on the same level, almost. Of course, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I meant. It looked, I'm that, unofficial president. That looks so cool. <laughs> I can't wait to go uh, and sit it's, out there. It looks like a lot of fun. I'll get some tickets. It's, it's really cool. awesome. All the, the best flows. breweries have a presence at U.S. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, at, at the GERF. Oh, like guaranteed Modelo? rate. Modelo and stuff like that? Size part. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a presence. It's cute. We See? actually have an island, now, John. Yeah, they do have an island. Do you guys have some kind of revolution, something? Oh, a bar. Right well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll start a revolution and try to overthrow the island. They can't. They, they, could they can't the even island. get past the island. The, the, I mean, pretty rainy today. Uh, the tap room's enclosed. I'd hate to get caught on an island. <laughs> I don't know. People don't care if they're drinking <laughs> enough. It was it was fine. All right, enough of the... Uh, the wow, the, the I love that you haven't been here in a couple weeks, and now the antagonism comes it's back. Just, this it's, it's, it's pure love. It's pure love. Is it? I heard you guys talking about me. John was blaming me for everything. He was the doing cups. that. Oh, so you were listening. He was, <laughs> he was blaming you for the cups. Well, you did bring the cups. I did. 
All right, so Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen. a little background. Yes, uh, a German beer. So this um, is a, a classic German style. And when the Rheinheitsgebot came around, that's when uh, the official German beer purity law, you couldn't brew with wheat anymore. Um, and that protected the monopoly of one noble family, and they were the only ones allowed to brew Hefeweizen forever. Really? Now you make it wherever. But okay. it's great. The yeast in this throws off a lot of those bubblegum, kind of banana-y, sometimes clovey Clovey-y. notes. So uh, which one? Which one is the baseline? Which one is our your your baseline is the slightly darker one? Um, that's Hacker Shore. This is oh, one yeah. of. I mean, this is just, that's, that's a, everywhere. I got this as a nod to John Scholl, who better be listening because when we were younger, he would always ask for a Hacker Shore. That's what he was always drinking. Really this big fancy Weiss glass. It's our friend from the Cicerone. Yes, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, John's been here. So it's like he's here with us in yeah, beer yeah, spirit. In spirit, yeah. So what's so it's the it's the flavors. It's the wheat. And all of that is what uh, makes the Hefeweizen a Hefeweizen. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lot more banana-y, bubblegummy than a, a wit beer. Wit beer is more like clove, coriander kind of. But when you say bubblegummy, people are going to think really sweet, and it is not, it is not, it is not no. sweet at all. Nice and estery, and then um, it's really creamy. That's the mouthfeel of it. So, you know, it's similar to American wheats where you've had 312, obviously. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. that mouthfeel, like... Nice and, and mm-hmm. thick, almost coating the tongue. Are you not letting Sam drink, John? Is he not allowed to drink oh, I'm anymore? Drink, I'm oh, drinking. I was going to say, Sam was kind of sitting over there, all, all squatted down like he was left out. <laughs> he preserved. He prefers steel reserve in a Seven Eleven parking lot. If, I'm, if we're being honest, <laughs> out of a paper bag. <laughs> I have my days. <laughs> Who doesn't? All right, so we've got the Hocker Shore, which is our baseline. That's that's the Hefeweizen by which all other Hefeweizens are judged. And what have you brought to judge it against? Pollyanna um, Hump and Scrump. Hump and Scrump? Hump and Scrump. So, oh, Pump and Scrump. Hump and Scrump. Hump and Scrump. Hump and Scrump. Like sure. camel. So we sure. were, I was actually going to yeah, bring... Sure. Like um, a camel. <laughs> and Scrump. And Scrump. And Scrump. <laughs> and Scrump, like, you know, somebody you meet at the end of a night. Anyway, go ahead. I was... Uh, so Chicago, right, Kitty Corner to uh, the Goose Island Brewery, we have Great Central Brewing. They make amazing beer, and they have a really awesome Hefeweizen. So good that they sold out of Really? All. I, call, I, I shot them a text. I'm like, hey, I, I want to bring your Hefeweizen on the air. And they're like, we're actually sold out of the package. I said, that's fine. I'll get a, a growler. Yeah. They called the, the brewery, and they were actually out of all draft. Wow. So I want to give them a, a, a tip of the hat for that. But um, That's a weird way of telling you you're not welcome there, huh? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just don't come here. Yeah, we don't have any We have you. no beer. <laughs> Nothing for you. Uh, Pollyanna, I've heard... We, I, I don't remember if we've had something from them um, before, but I know the name. It's it, making a big name for itself around town, right? They make solid. Everything I've ever had from Pollyanna has been really good. So they're, they've been around for a little bit longer, too. They're, they're um, I want to say, what, like three, four years? And is theirs the darker one or the lighter one? There's the two is, we have left. That one? It's the lighter one. Lighter. Yeah. Okay. Hump and scrump. Hump and scrump. Sounds like what Cody used to do every night before he came in to do the overnight show. You don't see nothing wrong with a little hump and scrump. That's the scrumping that's so bad to do at work, though. Yeah, you don't do that. No, HR frowns on the scrumping. All right. But you can be vice president and never mind. <laughs> let's, uh, no, oh, stop. All right, <laughs> let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. We'll finish up Hefeweizen and we'll move into another another style. Uh, Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island is here. Follow him on Twitter at JessManBQ. John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing is here. You can follow him on Twitter at UTChicago. Goose Island Brewing, uh, RevolutionBrewing.com. You know the websites, you know the beer. And uh, if you have any questions, 312 981 7200. More of At the Breweries after this. WGN. Uh, at the brewery, 
Stories is in progress. John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing is here. Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island is here, as they are every month. Uh, and we cover three different styles of beer. The guys give you uh, the baseline and then a couple uh, local options. And, uh, Roger, we see the thunderstorms have moved in. We are now uh, we are going to evacuate, so you'll be on your own because we get a little nervous when uh, we're this high up in the clouds, and it's like God is spitting at us. So you, you know I you love get this to handle weather. Everything. I know, you I, know, know then, I do. Sure, because then you get to jump in with all your uh, your big reports. Yeah, I do. of course. We don't have any war- Let's get you an update except here. For the, yeah, except for the marine warning, there's no there's no other warnings. Uh, we watches. have uh, it's moved across now uh, further east. Uh, significant weather advisory northeastern Kankakee of southern Lake Counties until 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Doppler radar tracking a strong thunderstorm over Grant Park uh, or near Moments, moving east at 35 miles an hour. Dime-sized hail and winds in excess of 40 miles an hour will be possible within this storm. So uh, that's what we're looking at, in addition to the earlier one that we told you about. All right. Well, we will uh, keep uh, keep that in. It does. It's funny because a minute ago it was really dark and everything was coming down. Now this it's still coming down, but the uh, the sky is lightening here in uh, downtown Chicago. So, well, again, it's you know we've got the first one is moving at forty right. miles an hour. This was thirty five miles an go. hour. So fast moving yeah, storm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to uh, let's get back to uh, beer because we were talking about Hefeweizen. We had Hocker Shore was our baseline beer. Then we had Pollyanna Hump and Scrump. Hump and Scrump. You're amazed I remembered that. What was our third Hefeweizen? We didn't have a third. We didn't? We no. Didn't. Well, I had three glasses, so I must have uh, gotten a, uh, <laughs> I must have gotten a second, uh, second helping of one of them. We only get an hour for this. I think that I, well, listen, I don't know. And there's a marine warning. I, there is a marine warning, and Roger is in his element. He was off last week. Now he's back, and he wants to give weather updates. Okay, so... Before we go to the news, which we have to do in uh, just a couple... Do we have a break before the news, Cody? Yes? All right, so we only got a couple minutes. Let's introduce Cream Ale, and then we will sample them on the other side. So I hear, and I'm sure layman uh, like me, hear Cream Ale, and we're thinking, ooh, this is going to be very, very smooth, very uh, luxurious, maybe not very effervescent, just uh, you know, a nice smooth beer. Is that... An accurate representation of what cream ale is? It is pretty creamy. It's not too effervescent. Um, cream ales are, are technically ales, but they ferment at a colder um, temperature. Yeah, this is from all the... When all the people uh, who were brewing ale uh, started panicking when lager came around and just took <laughs> over the world, they're like, no, 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 we could do it too. So this is like lagers. This is like ale's version of lager. Okay. Um, so a lot of the American cream ales you'll see will be from like old German brewers who moved to America back when and then started making a cream ale because that's what they knew how to do. Okay. Pre-Prohibition, that was the most popular style in the United States. Is that States. right? Especially in Chicago, there was a lot of um, breweries that were doing solely cream ales. And I, I mentioned to John earlier, a Genesee cream ale was my introduction into cream ales back. And I had never heard of it, but a friend of mine lived in Columbus. And so when we went back to Columbus... That's we. That's where we first had it. Yeah, and so, it was like, oh man, Jesse. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Spotted Cow is a cream ale. Technically, know, real close they, to home. They call, I know, they call it a farmhouse. Ale. I was say, yeah, farmhouse, they call it a farmhouse, but it's nothing. Ale. Yeah, because <laughs> it's and, and you guys have brought in farmhouse ales or uh, is it yeah, saisons? Saisons. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, wait a minute. And I like, I love uh, New Glarus stuff. Mm-hmm. I love Spotted Cow, but I'm like, this isn't like the saison that the guys brought in before. So no, I think it's, it's a, basically a cream ale. We actually. 
Um, I right wanted there. to bring Genesee because that I love Genesee. Yeah, they were sold out at Penny's. <laughs> I, I have a feeling you're just uh, you know going into your basement or whatever you're out of. And going, I, listen, I called the other brewery and they were out of everything. Hey John, let's just do uh, here's a here can of Coke. Look, look, I brought mouthwash and Cold then craft mouthwash. Cold forty five. Oh, malt liquor. We'll pour one <laughs> we out should, for the brothers. You can't be here. We have to do that. We, uh, we, um, the so, founders make some malt liquor. Uh, it's it's there. It's malt it's liquor. On, it's on the shelves. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back after the news, we will talk about cream ales. We'll taste. We'll taste and tell you about the two that we have. And then we have John's been very excited about lambics. Lambic. Uh, so we will talk about lambics as well. But you are always welcome with a question three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. And uh, yeah, they'll answer your questions. We'll talk all about beer. So there you go. Oh. From the 773, thanks for the Allagash Belgian White recommendations hey, from last time you, you did were it. here. Uh, it was excellent. I like Shock Top, but Allagash is a tasty upgrade. So, see, you guys are helping people. Yes. My That's, favorite human. Yes. I hope my mom's listening. You are helping people. You are educating. <laughs> right, let's do this. Then it's news time, WGN. John Carruthers from Revolution Brewing is here. Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island is here. And John's brother Sam is here uh, from Madison, Ooh. Wisconsin. Came all the way down. Very exciting. Uh, left the isthmus to come down and uh, bask in his brother's glory here on WGN. <laughs> and uh, jo- uh, Sam, since you were here and, p- and uh, your brother was making fun of you, somebody actually from the 847 sent a question in for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Question for John's brother Sam. What's the best malt liquor, and do you have to drink it in a 7-Eleven parking lot? I would say honestly, Colt Forty Five is probably my That's favorite malt liquor. It's got like this kind of ricey texture to it okay. that I really enjoy. That's unique to it. And Billy D. Williams likes it exactly. So, and honestly, you don't have to drink it in a Seven Eleven parking lot. You go to. Does it enhance it though? To do you don't have to drink it there, but would you prefer to drink it there? I, I would. You could go to like any convenience store parking oh, lot. Okay. Really, yeah. not an airport parking lot. They no. monitor those. How no. about That's the stoop true. of a bodega? Of course, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No. So yeah. Corona has Find Your Beach, Cold 45 is Find Your... Find Your Parking Lot. <laughs> parking parking lot, lot. Alley. <laughs> uh, trademark us, trademark us. us. Yeah, really. Mm, you can pay us. That's cool. Sure, they can... Anybody who wants to uh, you know, jump on board. We get fired by Goose and Revolution, but Cold 45 is right there waiting for us. Wow. I don't know. I want to be the new Billy D. Williams. Who doesn't want to be the new right? Billy D. Williams? Not sure. Remember those commercials? Me and a couple of friends, and there's like 50 people there. Yeah, <laughs> like, just Billy D. with Colt 45. I don't know like, 50 people. Uh, when I say me and a couple of friends, including everyone in this room and Cody, I think I know like 16. Okay. You know my well. dog. Gus, all right, 16 and a half. There you go. Yeah, but can we have dog? What are we? Spuds McKenzie now? Well, if we're trying to count. Up our friend count, we need to. Okay, sure. Uh, Colt 45 was a gentleman's drink when it came out in the 60s, according to the 815. I don't know what gentleman. Who said it isn't? I was about to say, you could be a gentleman. Yeah, we're this guy. We drink it in smoking jackets. Yeah. And velvet slippers. That's 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 how we dress when we drink Colt 45. That reminds me to take my smoking jacket to the dry cleaner. (laughs) Of course. All right, let's get back to this. Uh, Oh, first, I know you were very excited. Uh, Yes. We'll have to throw in a little wrestling talk because it is WrestleMania. Cody is very... Cody is very excited. We're lucky he came to work today. Uh, so he he only came because of you guys. Because normally he flakes on WrestleMania Sunday and doesn't come into work. Well, because the camera's pointed right at him. That's what you promised him. You're like, look, right. if you oh, show no, up for they the show, changed, they've changed oh. the angle. Now you Darn. guys can be seen. Because John's, John's wife was texting that she couldn't see him on camera. And so she was now, said, this is great. This is the best the show's ever been. Wow. Please keep the same camera <laughs> right. position. She loves him. She well, loves now him. you can be seen. So, uh, yeah, a little wrestling. Uh, we'll get some wrestling updates because Cody, uh, Cody has been monitoring WrestleMania in its 14-hour broadcast schedule for uh, 
the entire time. We don't have time for this on the air, but let me tell you about the time I met the Ultimate Warrior after he became a crazy pundit. Ooh, Ooh. love to hear it. And then I'll tell you how I entertained uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and the Sensational Sherry at four in the morning at a bar in Stone Park. How have we not been doing this show our entire lives? I I don't know. We have a lot of weird stories to tell. My weirdest is watching Hulk Hogan on TV and flipping off my couch, pretending to be him and hurting myself. I thought your couch offended you and you just gave (laughs) (laughs) it. Stupid couch. (laughs) Stupid couch. Well, it hurt me. It was a turnbuckle, I thought. All right, let's get back to the beer. We were talking about cream ales, um, and we were uh, Genesee was uh, my gateway. But what have you brought for cream ales today? Uh, Ohio's pride, little kings, little kings, little kings, little kings make your hands look really big because yeah. they come in the little They're seven tiny. ounce bottle. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Now is no Mickey's is a malt liquor, right? Yeah, because Mickey's was the other one that came in the small and green it's got bottle. The, the chug mouth, yes, the chug mouth. But Little Kings, anybody, I mean, it was prevalent everywhere yeah. throughout college. Yeah. And stuff. Every little man, a little king. Yes. That's free advertising. Wow. You're just giving it away. Marketing it away. Look at this. on the You know what? Today. Your brother is jotting all this stuff down. He's going to all of a sudden make notes. a proposal. we got to steal Little Kings because i got the greatest slogan. <laughs> they came to me one night. I don't know where it came from, but it was fantastic. And, uh, you know, let's pitch him. <laughs> so anyway, so tell us. We mentioned what cream ales are. So why is Little Kings your baseline cream ale? It's been around for a long time, so... <laughs> um, it's in a green bottle, and so, so they, they survived. Out of, they were out of Genesee. <laughs> okay. No, but it's... You know, if, if you think about... Talk about cream ales, that's... Little Kings and Genesee are the ones that Everybody immediately come to mind. Yeah. Is there... All right, here's a dumb question. Um, a lot of the beers you have here are in brown bottles, but as you, as you said, Little Kings come in green, Genesee comes in green, Mickey comes in green. Is there a difference... Uh, in the color of the glass to what's oh, yeah. inside. Yeah. Oh, something skunked is inside if it's green. Yeah, um, is that right? Yeah, you know. So people say skunk to talk about all sorts of flavors. I don't like skunk. Is when UV light hits what's in beer, it interacts with some of the material in the hops, and it creates mercaptan, which is literally the smell inside a skunk spray. Like it's called skunky because it smells. Oh like wow! A skunk. Okay. Um, green bottles block out. I think only forty percent of that <laughs> wavelength. Clear bottles block nothing. Uh, brown bottles black like ninety eight percent. So these things, I mean, you you get to the brewery, them. going to the store, coming home, like that thing's seeing sunlight and it's pretty skunk. But you can get used to it. Skunk is one of those things that you can kind of so, just smell enough and no matter how much you go you go to any store, you buy something in a green bottle or a clear bottle because everybody I know immediately my thought went to. Well, Miller High Life and Corona, those ah, are in clear bottles. Everything well, but Miller High Life and MVD. They use, they use a special hop extract. Somebody used to say they use formaldehyde. Is no, that they, <laughs> they use a special that hop extract that doesn't interact with the light. But that's it's pretty much just them, uh, really? as far as we know. The other okay. ones, like Corona, Heineken, that's part of the flavor profile. So that's Really? Yeah. But uh, they have Heineken in cans you can get sometimes. I was shocked as a, a snob of an advancing age to discover I really kind of liked Heineken in cans. It's a nice, Why like, Why did you have a Heineken line. in a can? Uh, someone gave it to me. I was like, hey, man, Heineken's in cans. And I was like, <laughs> why are you talking what like I, that? I would never trust somebody who spoke to me in that tone. I, I would just say, mm, Shady yeah. guy in the hallway at yeah, work. Yeah, really. Hey, yeah. man. Hey. Might not even be Heineken in that can. Hey, can get anything. <laughs> I mean, you pour you pour it out, you throw the syringe away, and you. So, did it make a difference? Was it less? There's no skunky, skunky? flavor. It's a clear, perfectly acceptable eye. That's like a can how of like Let- Newcastle is for me. I've I've always said Newcastle was one of those gateway beers for me. Yeah. Uh, if I see it on draft, I'll still taste it. Uh, but in the bottle, it's way different. Now is. So why then? The question has to be: Why then would beer companies use clear or green bottles? Unless they're, are they brewing 
I don't want to say inferior, but I'll say inferior. Are they brewing lower quality beers that they're like, well, it's not going to matter one way or another if the UV light affects these beers? So it started because wine glass used to be really cheap, and that's green glass. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you could get it easier, and people didn't really understand, and, you know, it was easy to ship, it was cheap to buy. Um, now, if you're Heineken, like, what do you, like, you have this huge international brand right. built on this green bottle. Like, are you going to change that? Absolutely not. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and, and again, it's just already kinda, part of the flavor profile that, yeah. that you're used to. So if you were to change it, then it becomes it a, whole a nice different thing. floral forward and then skunky. Skunkiness. Skunkiness. Or, or you can, you know, jam a lime in it. There you go. Ah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can find your beach. Is that why? We, all right. So what is our, so we, the Little Kings is our baseline cream ale. Now I, I notice classic. our next cream ale does not come in a green bottle. It comes in a can. A can from Empirical, Empirical Brewing up in uh, the, the north, where kind of Ravenswood meets, mm -hmm. what, Bowmanville? Yeah. Getting real local sure. here. <laughs> Are you um, a real sir? It's out of yeah. Bob's basement. It's their cold fusion cream ale, um, and they will brew just about anything. It's a bunch of ex scientists who opened a brewery, yeah. and they're very quantitative about it, which you have to be. Um, and this could not be more different from Little Kings, even though it's the same style beer. I like, really it, like this a it lot. It pours and it maintains a head. This yeah. this Little Kings kind of pours like a malt liquor, yeah, uh, and just kind of some head. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I, I drank like the it's little nice kings. And cloudy. I drank the little kings first, so I liked, or, or I drank the empirical first by mistake. I liked the empirical, and now that I taste it against the little kings, I'm like, ooh, give yeah. me some more of that empirical because the <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the little really, kings is, it's nice and, it's balanced, nice and creamy. Slightly, it's really creamy. Yeah. The, the little kings. Um, I think the nicest thing I can say about it after that is like it's it's in a green bottle, inoffensive, <laughs> right. It fits in the palm of your hand. You can jam them down your socks to get into a ball game. <laughs> Those are the nice things you could say about it. Throw them at a pigeon. Right. And there's a reason that Second high school kids and college freshmen drink it a lot. Yeah. It's cheap, and it's small, and you you know. It, it's funny because beers like that, you don't really, people don't really, were, well, I guess my circles, my snobby beer friends. So <laughs> I remember bringing a, a Genesee six-pack one time to a party, and somebody goes, oh, of course, Jesse had to go and get some craft beer. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, I was we, like, this craft beer costs me four dollars. <laughs> yeah, really? I want to put this on the radio and in there for the rest of our lives. Jesse and I both avowed lifelong fans of Genesee Cream yeah. Ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. I mean, not from like birth, but like you know, seven years old, fourteen. I think oh, fourteen. Uh, I think the DCFS that that's all past the statute of limitations. You can say from birth. <laughs> can you take a thirty-five-year-old from his parents? I hope so. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we will come back with Lambics. Now, John has been talking about Lambics. Uh, he's very excited. I don't know anything about Lambics. Uh, maybe you don't either. We will learn all about it together. Uh, John Carruthers from Revolution is here. Follow him on Twitter at UT Chicago. Jesse Valenciana from Goose Island is here. Follow him on Twitter at JessManBQ. Uh, you know the websites, uh, Revolution Brewing and Goose Island Brewing. You can go to there and get everything. But we will find out all about Lambics. And Cody will give us a quick WrestleMania update, so a lot to get to in the final minutes here on WGN. All right, we are back at the breweries. Is in progress. 312-981-7200. If you have a, a beer-related question for John Carruthers, Jesse Valenciana, if you have a malt liquor question for John Brother Sam, he is always uh, <laughs> he is always available for parking lot drinking parties in Madison. If you happen to be up there on the Capitol steps uh, on 420 at 420, uh, look for Sam. He will be writing copy all about it. So that's very exciting. That uh, guests are always welcome. So. Now, oh, I gotta ask Jesse because we gave John. John had some time at the beginning when you weren't here, Jesse, and just to you know, not was, only to bash you, penalty, right, but to talk a little bit about Rev. Rev since we are, that? since we are the White Sox flagship station, I didn't even know how. 
First of all, Uh-oh. how did I not know Am this was trouble? coming? No, well, yeah, because you didn't tell me. Goose Island has a new, uh, a new the Goose Island in the right field bleachers. Yes, at Guaranteed Rate Field or Sox Park or whatever you want to call it. And I, I love sitting out there in the bleachers anyway. So what's this? What's the deal with the Goose Island? With the actual Goose Island? So it's it's in right field. We're surrounded by water. You got some cool waterfall, and like it, it almost seems like a moat on both sides. Nice. But it's the best view of the house. Oh yeah, those seats out there are terrific. The seats are awesome. It's like it, it's almost like they have. So they have these big reclining leather seats with a TV. So what? you feel like you're watching the game at home on on the couch. It's just <laughs> well, that kind so of you and I have to get some. It. Yes, we I'm gotta gonna go. I'm going to let him know. Look, I That'll talked about fun. it on the air. I need a couple of tickets. Brian and I are going. Sox fans. We're representing. Yeah. It's not like I'm you know, one of these guys who was wearing blue up until last year. And they went, like, oh, I better put on I like black. The I like the socks. Yeah, but it's 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 awesome. They've got a... Um, it's very cool. It's a great space. Um, and you've got the big the big goose, the honker yeah. head, like a tap handle out there to draw attention to yeah. it. It's very nice. Revolution has a, pre- has, has a presence at the, uh, yeah, the, at the park as well. The Sox Social Tap Room. Sox Social Tap Room. So everybody, oh man, we're all, we're all blended in. Okay, let's get to Lambics, because I don't know anything about this. I've heard the term. I may have actually had a Lambic in the past, but uh, not been aware of it. So what is, what is a Lambic, Jess? It's a highly... Oh, oh, John! Jesse. Nah, Jesse, whoever, Jesse whoever, 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 well, you were still pouring. pouring. I didn't want, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to pull your focus away. Sorry, I'm just sucking all the air out of the room. So it, it's lambics are late. they used to be spontaneously fermented. So you've got these like nice tart. I, I guess you could say sour notes to it. Uh-huh. Um, which one did you bring, John? Lindemans. Oh, what so, is our what is our baseline lambic? That's our the baseline. Cuvée Renee. It's a blended uh, mix of different gooses. Cuvée Renee. Yeah. And this is straight. It's got the European Union seal on. This is very legit, Brian. It's very right. European. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, we're nothing if not European. So, w- when you say spontaneously fermented, which one is which one is the Renee? The one this on one? your right, the lighter one. So, what what does that mean? Spontaneously fermented. Because so I think, it, like, they just left it on. Oops! Oh, hey, what happened? Oh, it's fermented. That's <laughs> oh, so the, he does. The, so he does know. Is that really <laughs> what happened? That- <laughs> okay. So yeah. it was, yeah, it was open fermentation. You were getting the yeast from in the um, from the air around you. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, so the, there's tartness, and what else can people expect? It's got some real funky notes, like that saison does. The kind of barnyardy, grassy, depending on like how it ferments. <laughs> you made a face. Mm, don't like this one. Wow. You know, I don't like sours. You know, I don't like anything yeah. sour. That's so. I have had a lambic, and I, I always try the sours. My wife loves sours. These, oh, these, this beer for me has always been just that straight tart cherry. Yeah, there is, a, there is more. Yeah, there's a lot of tartness to it. A yeah, lot so of tartness. That's what that's what you get from the spontaneous fermentation. I mean, now brewers really? throw in, you know, specially bred and bought types of yeast, and you get exactly the character you're going for. These Belgian brewers back in the day are just like, uh, you know, it's fermenting. Let's see what happens and right. blend them together. And, and this is. You know, they they age this for a little while. They blend them together and try to come up with a profile that, <laughs> I guess, pleases the non-Brian Noonans of the world. <laughs> a, that's why there's a lot of different beers because everybody has different tastes. So, is this is this a beer that you would? Do you guys like this style? Do you drink this a lot? Honest Patrol, uh, not my favorite style of beer. Okay. I'm not a big fan of, uh, of Lambic. Excuse, it, it just doesn't. To me, it, it's kind of rips the enamel off my teeth. And yeah, um, I, I like. Sessionable beers and I don't even uh, like Sour Patch Kids. I like those. Do you? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Cody likes them. You, you got to come in and try one of these lambics. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is my, <laughs> this is one of my favorite styles. This is and you know, for people who drink wine or spirits or they don't really think they like beer, they think beer's just all hops, like Belgian brewers they just like age these hops until they have almost nothing but antibacterial qualities left. They create these big funky beers with them and yeah, it's something different. Like they make beer unlike anyone else in the world. I'm always You're, you just love kinda, the Belgians. I'm into it. You love I, the Belgians. You know, all right, so oh go ahead. It's it's the one saving grace for these beers. I think with food they have their place, but this is not something I would just go grab and have on a Saturday afternoon, you know, no. hanging out on the stoop. It's If there's a really good meal um, and it's paired well, then there's a place for that beer. But for the most part, uh, it's not my go-to. Very nice. All right, what's uh, before we get out of here, what's the uh, one that you brought to compare? So this is, I know we keep doing this, but Dovetail makes amazing European oh, beers. Mm-hmm. Yes, and for years when they were just open, they had all these barrels upstairs to make their own Lambic-style ale spontaneously fermented. But it takes, you know, years to mature that beer, to blend that beer. And they finally came out with it. Was it last Christmas? All right. Yeah. Um, yes, 12, 24, 16. Yeah, the latest. They even have a, a, a little card and everything. All right. It was the night before Christmas, and in oh, 2016, a rare bit of warm weather swept Chicago, warm enough to spontaneously ferment a beer out of season. Is that a Belgian accent? It's a Chicago accent. Mm. No, I was thinking like, you know, like Masterpiece Theater. Oh, mm. okay, that's great. I like that. Right. I Karen, was, is all, Karen Conti is in here. She's already formulated a lawsuit <laughs> from all Belgians, a class action suit for insulting their, uh, their accent that way. All right, well, here, just let me get to this. I'll do the yes. best bit. So, d- dovetail, let the microbes do their own elfin magic. <laughs> <laughs> After two years of fermenting, this beer is a special gift on Christmas Eve. A smooth, woody, fruity sour. That's all your, that's all your notes, Brian. Everything yeah. you hate. Uh, it's an unusually distinct dark malt <laughs> and a touch of glue wine-like spiciness. A beer that has never been made before and can never be replicated. That's true. Boo-hoo. Especially bottled only for bottles and cans. That's my beer stop. Uh, 2018 advent calendar. <laughs> Snuggle up in your ho- ugly holiday sweater. And taste a beautiful Chicago holiday surprise. That's just good copy. That's good copy. So do you work um, for Evolution or not for my, Dovetail? <laughs> just curious. Again, not my style of beer. I'm not. Uh, that doesn't mean it's people will people will probably love it, but uh, but it's I am not really true like style. This. Like these kind of beers aren't made in Chicago. Like made slow, made hot, you know the difficult way, and then years to blend. We're gonna do a couple minutes after after we move to the uh, WWE room. We're gonna do a couple minutes on Facebook Live to wrap things up, but. Uh, John Carruthers, you can follow him at UT Chicago on Twitter. Jesse Valenciana at Jess Manbecue on Twitter. Uh, Goose Island and Revolution. We talked about uh, half of Ison. We talked about cream ales and we talked about lambics. So we will. Uh, that'll all be posted on Facebook, and uh, we'll go Facebook Live for a couple minutes after to start wrapping things up. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, Karen Conti is here, and I'm very excited about the uh, the book that you're going to be talking about on your show. So we will uh, we will tell you all about that in just a minute. WGN. All right. Thanks again to uh, John Carruthers and Jesse Valenciana and uh, John's brother Sam. We will do a little Facebook Live on the other side. But after the news, Karen Conti is coming up. Hello, Karen. Hello. I'm spontaneously fermenting right I could, here. I could see that. Yes. You, you look more yeasty. You look a little more <laughs> uh, tart and sour than normal. Uh, and it, maybe it's in anticipation of this uh, this author that you're going to be talking about because I saw your tease on Facebook. What are you you're talking about? Evil. The, the new evil. It, it's a great book, uh, but written by two authors. 
others who are very a psychiatrist and he's a, the other one's a doctor and they rate evil. So they rate the, the acts of people who commit murder, but they do it in a way that deals with the, the morality. So who's worse? The person who shoots out the school for a cause or the person who gets pleasure out of killing people for other reasons. So Ooh. it's going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about the, we have some sound bites from the various, uh, um, serial killers and mass killers and then we're going to talk about them and why they wow. might be more culpable or more evil than others that sounds it sounds fascinating yeah and aren't we all interested in that stuff yes. really we're fascinated by it we are drawn to the dark yeah, side scare very scary people people are glued to that the donnie yeah. Wahlberg series it's uh you know they're they're doing gacy and eileen warnes and uh people are just really watching well it. and you've been up close and personal with evil when yes. you worked with gacy it's, I, I, wa- I was sitting across a table from someone like that has got to be a life-altering experience it is but it isn't because he's so normal when you're talking to him and that which got to make it more scary which right? more scary because but then you understand how he got away with it because if he were as scary as he really is he would have only done one murder and he wouldn't <laughs> be a serial <laughs> killer you know he would have been caught wow. so um so evil comes in all different shapes and sizes and people People walk in a very moral world, and then they go off and do these amoral things. See, and they're, for the people who say evil does not exist, oh, it exists. Oh, it, it does. And you'll learn a lot about it on Karen's show. Always a pleasure. We Always will, a pleasure, uh, we will Brian. talk to you later. Karen Conti on the other side of the news. So let's get to that news. Thanks for listening and being part of the program. We'll be back next Sunday, uh, sometime after the Sox. Who knows? Here, everyone's favorite weatherman, Tom Skilling, weekday afternoons at 4 on the Rocon Show with Anna DeVolante's 720 WGN Chicago. Smart speaker users say play WGN Radio on TuneIn, and the machine will take over your life. The news is sponsored by Lindemann Chimney and Fireplace. A little after 7 o'clock, but he's very patient. There he is, Roger Badish.